and welcome to the Gucci Podcast. Hosted by actor Russell Tovey and gallerist Robert Diamond from Talk Art, in conversation with artist Rona McKenzie, this episode was recorded live inside the recently opened Gucci Circolo Shoreditch, a new neighbourhood-centric temporary space designed to offer a truly unique, multi-dimensional experience. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here. We are at Gucci Circolo in Shoreditch, which is to be recorded during Freeze Art Fair here. It's Gucci's first East London space, which is very exciting. I'm sure you've all had a look around. For the people here not listening, there is a Talk Art book in front of you. I am one half of Talk Art. My name is Russell Tovey. And I'm Robert Diamant. Yes, and we started the podcast in 2018 because we are art geeks and we wanted to create something where we could talk to like-minded art enthusiasts like ourselves and nerd off. So we've been working with Gucci for a while now. I curated a show in Margate at a gallery called Carl Friedman Gallery where Rob is a director. The show was called Breakfast Under the Tree and it was kindly supported by Gucci which made a really massive impact to the attention that the show got. And yeah, the and also Carl Friedman Gallery is free and open to the public. And in Margate, we have the Turner Contemporary, but they need to have more and more free art spaces. And the support Gucci gave us was really vital in making it accessible to as many people as possible. And we actually had record visitors. We had thousands and thousands of visitors come to the show throughout the whole summer. And it made a, a big impact on people, even so much that the new exhibition just opened on the weekend. And for that opening, we had so many people from the local community come who had never come before. And it's actually quite timely because Gucci Circolo, where we are right now, the actual word Circolo is based on this idea of like a social kind of community centre almost. And it's about bringing together like-minded people. And today's guest who we're meeting, the wonderful Ronan McKenzie, a photographer, artist, curator, polymath, uh, one of my heroes, yeah. um, runs a space in Hornsey Road in North London, which is also called Home. And, and that whole space is revolutionary in the, in the way that it's creating a, a space for everybody, but particularly kind of showcasing black artists from the UK, um, a lot of artists that people have never seen before, and opening a kind of very familial like I, I always feel like family when I'm there like it's it's so personal and intimate it's community it's cozy. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and that links again to this whole um, space here and funnily enough this exact room is where I did my first ever artist interview in 2010 I was studying for my master's in history of art and I came here and interviewed the original owners Tim Noble and Sue Webster big YBA artists. big YBA artists they made amazing kind of light installations and really quite rock and roll as well they're very yeah. cool artists Artists. Yeah. And they worked with the architect David Adjay to design this building. And I actually sat. This used to be their kitchen, and I sat in here talking. What did it What art. did it look like when it was a kitchen? And where was it? It all? was all very cool. They, they had like a. I remember a big sofa that I kind of lay down on while we were doing the interview. But it was similar to this, but obviously without all the beautiful Gucci um, wallpaper, wallpaper, which is now here, which I am incidentally obsessed with. Um, <laughs> and, and I know that you're obsessed with the Gucci cushions. Yes, you're sitting on the most amazing cushions at the yeah, front there, which is the new homeware um, line. But it's like yeah. genius. Yes. Uh, Anyway, but let's talk to our guests. Yes, we would like to meet Ronan, Ronan McKenzie. McKenzie. Hi. Hi. Hi, Ronan. So what is your involvement with Gucci? Because we've met before, mm -hmm. and at that time at the home space, it was an impromptu meeting. We were meeting an artist there called yeah. Joy Yamasanji. Yeah. 
So Joy is a really good friend of mine, one of my besties, and Joy had already worked with Gucci on a few projects. And Joy and I had collaborated on a film together at the beginning of last year called Wata. And Gucci kindly supported us in making that film. So that was my first introduction to collaborating with Gucci. And the support we got was, I mean, it enabled us to make this film, which was a completely personal and editorial art piece, which was about our inspirations of jazz and the stories of our African and Caribbean history and bringing those to London through through music. So we made this film together at the beginning of last year and then subsequently at the end of last year we wanted to do an exhibition because we wanted to show the film but through all the lockdowns up and down we weren't able to show the film but it came together when I sort of opened this space home at the end of last year and um, we had a show together called Wata Further Explorations which was which showcased the film and it also showcased like more of our works. My main, well, my original practice I guess was photography and Joyce is painting illustrations so when we came together to make this film it was a really special way for us to collaborate because it was something really new to us and media really new to us mm. um, and it allowed us both to be really free in our expression with it so we made that film which is why we ended up meeting mm. through the exhibition and at home we do um, exhibitions and events and it's really just about getting people more involved with art practice it's artist led um, as well isn't it and it's exactly. about and that's about bringing the community in and keeping the artists and it's the same conversation yeah exactly I mean I'm not I, I never studied curation I haven't come from an art background I came from a photo and fashion background so creating the space is really just an outlet to bring people together because I think through photography through one medium it's it's uh, collaborative in the way that I photograph people and that's a collaboration but there was so much more that I wanted to see from the scene in London there were hardly any galleries that really put people of colour artists to the forefront mm. especially new and upcoming ones and even more to that women identifying artists so home is really a space that champions everyone but it has a keen focus on women of colour artists and um, and so it's just a space that it's funny because it's a really basic idea. It's not anything super revolutionary in terms of concept. It's just a space that people can come and feel comfortable. And it's designed to feel like a home so people can sit down and there are books and you can read and you can bring your laptop and you can just chill. So that's the space that I have. And now uh, we're, we're continuing our collaboration with Gucci because they're kindly supporting this amazing exhibition we have at the moment called Arma. But it's just the first phase of a three-part partnership, which is even more exciting. And also, when we first arrived at home, it was new to us, obviously, when we yeah. did that talk <laughs> art, a podcast yeah. uh, interview. Yeah. And I remember walking in and being so struck by the the walls, like had like um, clay. Kind of clay, and it was such a physical experience with materials. And, and even the fact you had like a sofa where you could sit down. With and books. You, with yeah, books, incredible yeah. Books, you, you curated yeah. all the books. And it, it created this environment where you immediately felt super welcome, super kind of cozy in a way, but mm -hmm. also you could see this extraordinary art exhibition. Yeah. Can you speak a bit about how that evolved? Because having that unique um, space, it didn't look like any art exhibition I'd ever seen before. Yeah, well, the idea is basically that people feel comfortable to sit down. And I think to create an, a space that people feel comfortable to sit down, you have to put seating. And I think if we think about most gallery and art spaces that we're in, there's one very hard seat in the middle, which yeah, is really a bench. <laughs> like a bench, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. which maybe one person can sit on or maybe mm. two, but you're not really supposed to sit there. You're just supposed to go, walk around, see the work and leave. Yeah. And actually, I think, looking at artwork is a much longer process than five minutes and I think people need to be more encouraged we need to be more encouraged to spend more time with the work and also think about how that work influences our daily lives how that makes us feel so a space that encourages people to sit and be with the work and feel comfortable to even have an opinion is what I was trying to create because I think of course there are now more art spaces or it's becoming more often that exhibitions are free yeah but it doesn't mean that people are going to go to those exhibitions it doesn't mean people are going to feel comfortable in those spaces and so it's really important to 
do something that says, okay, you can put your bag here. If I've already put a book that's open, yeah. someone goes straight over to it. They don't even have to open it themselves. It's already open and before you know it, you're already sunk in and you sat down and taken off your coat. And actually there's a history in London, just as one tiny example, of galleries, private galleries, seeming super intimidating. Yeah, even to the point where I work at a gallery called Carl Friedman and I remember standing outside that gallery being scared to go inside because yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't want to press the buzzer. I was so scared and the glass was all kind of frosted glass and it was really intimidating to the point where I didn't even go in. Like this is a long time I ago. I apologise. <laughs> I'd come in the door and I'd yeah. go, sorry. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. And then you sort of go really quiet and you'd shuffle out. And, and you'd you were never sure if you were like meant to sign, sign your guest name. Book. And the <laughs> you did, you'd think after you leave, they'd just like rub it out. <laughs> you rub it out, yeah. But I loved coming to yours because it really encouraged me to want to return. Yeah. And yeah. also, conversation is encouraged. You know, I could yeah. talk to you and talk to your colleagues and talk to the other visitors about what their feelings yeah. were about the work. You want people to know that that place is for them. Yeah, exactly. And I want yeah. people to know they can just come and they don't have to do anything, but they can do something if they want to. They can just sit and they can listen or they can speak to the person next to them or they can just read or you know I think now where can you actually go in London or in the UK that's a space where you can view art you don't have to buy anything and that's why going into like some more niche galleries is really intimidating because you know you can't afford those artworks yes and you don't even know really if you can really be there or you can go to a coffee shop and sit down and take your laptop but you have to buy a coffee to be there so yeah. I think it's about making more spaces where people feel comfortable to just be and connect and especially after the last year and a half that we've had where everyone's so much more insular so much more in their homes I think it's really important to share space with people because that's when so many amazing collaborations happen have you mm. noticed a regularity of visitors like the same faces yeah. popping up okay. there's some people that come all the time which is really lovely yeah. and, but there's also loads of new people and I think as it's been almost a year now that home has been open and more people are just like oh my friend told me about this or I was walking past and we have a little sign outside now sometimes people just like pop in and it's really nice it, we're kind of growing this community of artists which we're going to show actually which we'll probably talk about um, here in December so through I guess all the open calls that we do because home's not just showing artwork we really try to find ways for people to get involved and so we have a grant program and we do residencies and things like that and through all of those open calls we've found hundreds and hundreds of amazing artists all based in the UK who are practicing and who want to show their work and have and a lot to show. haven't shown work before loads haven't shown work right, before wow. well because it's so hard to find opportunities to show work like we were just talking briefly about freeze and what an incredible space to exhibit in yes. but how many artists actually really have access to exhibit during yeah. this time yeah. Yeah. Um, it's still really exclusive and it's still art spaces are still really difficult to get into so I think it's just it's important to show new work and it's also important to show existing work of artists yes. I think that's another thing everyone's always encouraged to show new stuff new stuff you have to be producing 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 yeah, yeah. but what about a project that somebody did a few years ago that no one still really saw I think that's really valuable as well So let's talk about your current show that's on there. It's called Armour. It's called Armour. It's 11 black British designers, right. or black designers who are based in the UK, many of them British. And Armour came about because similarly to what we're talking about with lots of artworks, when do you ever really get to experience garments and experience and enjoy the craftsmanship of the garments yeah, um, when you're not in a shop? And also or the V&A, it's like, it's like that's the sort of... Exactly. Yeah. The V&A kind of the only other place that do fashion exhibitions, but they're still so big and so very much over there yeah. and not often celebrating contemporaries and younger artists, yeah. younger and designers. quite elevated, isn't it, in that environment? It's almost theatrical or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, which is really cool. I think yeah. there's a place for that. Yeah. But also sometimes you just want to touch something. Yes. Um, so you're allowing people to touch the People garments. can touch garments, Can yeah. they try them on? No. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> too That's far. too far. Okay, fine. I love this choice um. as well to use the word garments, so rather than clothing or whatever, but can you talk a bit about the importance of that word garment? I think it's important 
important because it takes it away from clothes. I think you talk about clothes on a very everyday basis. Clothes can be anything. Clothes can be high street. Clothes can be cheap and throwaway. But garments, the word is much richer and it's really about the craft and the artwork and the, the creative process that goes into making a piece of clothing. Yeah. And all the work in the show, all of the designers are so, so different, have been working for different amounts of time and to have them collectively together in a space, sharing their inspirations and sharing their work in a non-commercial space is just really special to bring together. How did you find them? Most of them I already knew yeah. of because well, I've been working in fashion for a few years yeah. and most of them I just really actually wanted to see the clothes up close. Because so you, have you photographed their clothes before a lot of the people? Some of them, yeah. Martine Rose, I've yes. worked with, I love worked with Rose. before. Bianca Saunders, yes. who also is a collaborator of Gucci's. I've worked with, in 2019, I shot a campaign for her, which actually had all her family in it. Really? So her uncle, her niece, yeah, like family, friends and stuff. So that was really cool. That was for an exhibition she did in Brixton. So a few of them, Olibi I've worked with before, Olibi Thomas. Yeah. So a few of them I've worked with before, but then there's Wale Adeyemi, who I hadn't worked with before. And actually, only knew of Wale because of Jenny Baptiste, a photographer who was in our last exhibition. Oh, cool. So she's a friend of Wale's and he's, I mean, incredible and has yeah. such a huge body of work. And has I been had working. his coat when yeah. I was a kid because David Beckham used to wear it and it had like the kind of tags on the back in blue. Do you remember them? I remember I had But that. that's the thing is that like he got completely ripped off by Mackenzie and everyone knows probably about Mackenzie and maybe don't know about Wale. So yeah. that's why it's so important to actually bring these garments back. Does he ever have a conversation about that? Did he ever say like, is he bitter? We about haven't that had one? it yet, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's one I'd like to have because it's yeah. super interesting. But then that's the thing, that happens all the time, especially with black and people of colour. BIPOC designers, artists, like people get ripped off all the time by much bigger houses or much bigger companies and corporations, but often the, the access isn't there for that designer or the artist so you're allowed to get ripped off and right. nothing really happens there's and no that's protection why no there's no protection what can you do and when we first met you you were actually wearing clothes that you designed for yourself yeah. <laughs> do you remember i was like completely fanboying you over your, your look? stuff in the show or? um no i didn't want to put myself in the show because i did my first collection and i'm producing it now so i'm super new and i felt like this was a conversation for people who know what they're doing right, right, right. <laughs> and a lot of people that i'm inspired by yeah. maybe if it was a year ahead i would have included myself but and, for now and your label's called Selassie. And you just had your first presentation in like, July. In July, yeah. Congratulations. And how was that? Thank you. It was it was really lovely. I think there's so many amazing things about the fashion industry and about garments and the conversations that we can have with garments. So a lot of the pieces from my brand are exploring skin and complexion and I guess the complexities of brown skin. Mm. And so I think it's really amazing to be able to have those through garment as opposed to through photography, which is the practice that I started with. And I guess that's also what I want to draw out of the exhibition, Armour, is what goes into it? What are the stories we're trying to tell? There's Olibi who, his last collection called Future Highlander is all about the Highlands and his origin of being Scottish and Nigerian. So mm. there are so many nuances and there's so much wealth in the story. Even Aluwalia as well, who's also a collaborator of Gucci. Her, yeah, so there's two, two of the mm -hmm. uh, two of the designers in your show are collaborating with Gucci. In exactly. what way are they collaborating? Um, well, actually, Gucci Fest last year showcased a lot of younger designers and two of them were part of that. And actually, Aluwalia made an incredible film called Joy, which was part of it. And that's actually one of the first things that, well, I was aware of Aluwalia's work before, but really drew me to it. Mm. Um, I think that's another thing, is the opportunity to create imagery and be supported in creating a whole world around the garments yes. is really interesting. And we're actually gonna be presenting some of the films as part of the programming at home, as part of the Armour exhibition in a couple of weeks. So people will be able to see the wider bodies of imagery and story behind the collections. Amazing. And I came back after we did our interview with you, after your Wata show, yeah. I came back with Carl and we actually saw your self-portrait show. Mm -hmm 
where you'd requested uh, as a kind of as an experiment in a way, but I guess you were asking people to take self-portraits or to share their self-portraits with you for yeah. this exhibition. But instead of them giving you the finished product, you actually then decided on how to present it and frame it. And, and it's honestly, without doubt, one of the best exhibitions I've ever seen anywhere. Thank you. <laughs> and Carl is obviously an amazing curator and he, he agrees. Like your, your installation aesthetic and your choice of framing and the scale that you chose for all of those self-portraits coming out of the pandemic, it was just such a touching exhibition and I think it's honestly one of the best shows I've ever seen. Wow. It's all photography. Um, thank you. That yeah, was photo yeah, yeah, all photography. Yeah. Can you talk a bit about that show? Yeah. And it, it's almost like a game. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> it's almost like some kind of challenge that you gave oh, to right. these artists. I mean, that's really, really kind of you to say because I go really based on instincts. I'd never studied curation. I don't really know anything about how any of this art world works. And I'm just sort of winging it based on what I think is going to be, what I feel and what I think is going to be interesting. And mm. the reason why... Well, actually, first things first. So the self-portrait ex exhibition showcased 13 black British photographers, self-portraits, myself included. And it was from Joy Gregory to Christina Ebenezer and so many, everything in between, Jenny Baptiste and Tori Taiwo, people who had never exhibited or shown before. And only myself and Joy Gregory put work in we'd already made. So I did mine last year during lockdown and Joy's were from 20 years ago and then everyone else had done new work. And it came about because during lockdown, I think many photographers, including myself, had turned the lens back on themselves because I mean, we had nothing else to photograph. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and also I think it's really interesting to think about the care and the power that goes into photography and that relationship with the subject. And I think what photographers do is they, they see something in the subject or, or what they're photographing and they allow others to see that through the work. But when you're photographing yourself, it's really a whole different situation because are you able to see the beauty do you give yourself the same care you know and the tension and time that we might give to our subjects what do you do so, for you then what's your process for yourself are you quite tough on yourself or no actually i think it, doing self-portraits has enabled me to be more comfortable with how i present and also explore how i present more because mm. I, I don't really have many photographs of myself before i normally like not like i'm embarrassed or shy it's just i don't really be in photographs and taking pictures of myself made me really think about how do i want to come across what am i trying to say with this image and I, it gives me some room to play. It also has allowed me to um, be challenged by my, my practice, which I guess as you develop in a practice, the challenges become less and less, or they become slightly different because you get used to the medium, you get used to the camera, you get used to how you like people to move in front of the camera. But photographing myself, it's like, I don't know how I like to move in front of the camera. I don't know how I enjoy seeing myself or things like that. So that was really exciting. And I wanted to share that with others, but I also wanted to feel comfort in that I wasn't doing that by myself and I mm. knew a lot, of, a lot of my peers who were in the, in the exhibition and then otherwise other artists and photographers that I'd looked up to um, and had been inspired by. So it wasn't actually auto-portraits, which was in the show from Joy Gregory. It was another series of work that I hadn't seen before, but I'd seen and been inspired by auto-portraits. Mm -hmm. And so just bringing us all together was really exciting. But the thing about printing them big and small and things like that were obviously as an outsider looking at someone else's portrait, there's something in it that I see that they don't see. So Adam Magello was like, just don't print it too big. And then I was like, what about a meter by meter? And then it ended up being slightly bigger. And then initially she wasn't really sure if how she was going to feel about it. But there was also that trust and that care of the artists in the show, knowing that I really cared about them and I really yeah. cared about the work. So they Nurturing. were like, it's important. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So they trusted me with that. And then when Adama walked in and saw her big picture on this wall framed super simply with a really beautiful classic frame, which is what she normally does. She was really touched by it. And that was a really, really special thing to share. And then we had new artists who had like green and orange. And I worked really closely with the framer at We Are Facility, Victoria, who's incredible and has framed all of our shows. And I, I guess the, the thing about home is that home is supposed to add to the context of the work. Home is supposed to be a space that 
has the conversation with the work for you so that when you step into the space you already feel warmed by it and I think what a lot of art spaces do is they just have these white walls they put the work up and the work has to do all of the talking and I think if we can find a way to make the space and the the framing the printing the the placement of the works all work together so that the whole package creates a context so you step into it and you step into the world of the work as opposed to having to find the world of the work just through the work itself. And, and I know the show you're going to do here mm-hmm. in um, Shoreditch, here at Gucci um, Churculo, that is going to be an intergenerational show and yeah. that's a really important thing for you isn't it? Yeah absolutely, yeah so this partnership that we're, we're doing at the moment is really special because not only does it support home and the work that I'm doing there and the designers and people being able to see that space because home is a completely self-funded self-initiated project that I started completely off my own back and so having support to make that free make that as accessible as I can have people be able to come to something and not have to worry about money is really important Mm. and that runs through everything we do at home so the second part of this partnership that we're doing with Gucci at the moment is Gucci supporting our black women's artist grant which we did the first one last year and it's coming back even better this year with five grants made accessible for black women identifying artists to develop their practice or a project so it's for people who have already started something and they just need some support in letting the project go and 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 continuing it and developing it so that's really incredible to be able to offer that because like funding materials and logistics and exactly whatever they need um we have a a panel you're choosing these as well a panel right yeah so it's an open call and then there's a panel of five black women in the arts including myself who will select the artists and we also try to select ones who may find it more challenging to have Funding elsewhere, like Arts Council, can be really difficult to get funding from. And we try to, I guess, combine our knowledge. I'm very new to this. So I have Monica Fernandez-Taranko, who's the director of Modern Art. And mm. Eva Lang Gray um, was also in the last one, who's the artist director of Freeze. So Freeze, we have yeah. loads of people who really know what they're doing. And me, who's sort of just going out here on intuition um, to select the artists. I also love the fact that you're supporting not just emerging younger artists, because often there are lots mm. of art prizes. I don't know if everyone's aware of that, but for younger artists, like as they're beginning their careers, if they graduate, things like that. But I love the idea of like supporting like, I don't know, a 60 year old artist. Yeah, but a, it's really important because yeah. I think, especially women artists, you know, the, the life cycle of women artists, what we saw during the last round of the grant was that the applications from artists under 25, under 28 were really, really strong. People seem to be, very much in their practice, very much about the work, but then as people get into their early 30s, it really drops off. And Mm. through 50s and 60s, we had hardly any applications. And what we really want to do is find ways to continue supporting women artists throughout their lives and practices. Doesn't mean you have to be a full-time artist, but we should still all be able to continue a practice to an extent if we want to. So that's why we split the grant into age brackets. So under 25 to 45, and then we have one for 46 plus, because we really want to make sure that one older artist knows they can be supported by us. So then coming into the exhibition which we're going to curate here in December which is really exciting in the space um, that's going to be curated from all these amazing women artists who have applied to one of our grants one of our residencies one of our open calls because through that we found so so many artists who have work to show and it's a mixture of levels it's a mixture of disciplines and well, they're all going to come together in this space what an incredible location to have it here though in Shoreditch in, in the Gucci Chocolo building I mean what, exactly. is that, what, what is that going to give the show that's just going to elevate everything yeah absolutely because I mean this space is beautiful yeah. firstly but the location is one that so many people are around this space all the time and mm. home is 
is really cute and special because it's in this really random little <laughs> little it's on spot Horn Hornsey Road in on North Hornsey London, Road, yeah. where people have to kind of make an effort to get there and yeah. be there, which is lovely because it means that people who are there really want to be there. Yeah. But having a space like this will just create so much more visibility for the artists and for the work and for the work that we're doing at home. And it's free. And it's free and accessible. Yeah. It's all downstairs and and Gucci um, like handing the building over to you, so it's not yeah. going to have the shop in it. It's no. gonna, it's literally just going to be the whole building, and then you get to transform it into an exhibition space. Exactly. So cool. And whoever gets the freedom to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's very exciting. So and how really long is exciting. that running? When's it going to be running? It's from? just for the last week of the space. It'll be from the 14th till the 22nd of December, which mm. is also a fab time because everyone's going to be out here doing Christmas shopping totally. and walking around. And, and then you get a bit of culture. Exactly, yes, exactly. You do your shopping. exactly. And I know you said that a lot of the works in that new show are going to be existing works. Yep. So sometimes when people make work, it's a bit it's a bit like fashion, actually, because like, what I like about Gucci is that they're closed now. It's, it's, it's sort of going almost beyond seasons you know mm -hmm. it's like you can buy a piece and keep wearing it yep. through different seasons and trying to value the clothes that we have but I also feel like we need to value the art that we have yeah absolutely absolutely it's so important I think especially with new artists I think we need time to create things as we all know we need time and pro it's a process and I think it's really special to be able to showcase what you want to showcase as well because also when a lot of exhibitions are curated group shows with new artists it'll be the curator who decides what you're going to put in the show or what they feel fits, which of course, you know, there's a time and place that, and that's really important. But also giving the power to the artist to say, this is what I want to show. I mean, I haven't really had that opportunity from, from my photo practice with another gallery or an art space, even though I've done group shows. There's always someone that you have to kind of like barter with and be like, mm. hey, well, I want this, you want that, so what can we get together? Mm. And for this show, we're saying, we really like, we have an idea of what we think could really work, but what do you think could work? And with a couple of the artists, they've said, cool, I'd love to show what you want to show. And some have said, oh, I'm actually making this, or I haven't shown this before, what do you think of that? And we're like, yeah, cool. Like, it's really about celebrating, I guess, an artist's power and, I guess due to the, how the industry is, often the artist doesn't have tons and tons of power of the, the way their work is seen, especially newer artists. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really important to use the opportunity to let them speak. And that's 15 artists, so it's going to be a really diverse show and it's yeah. going to have lots of different kinds of work. There, yeah. There's no like central theme as such, it's just about celebrating 15 like kind of unique voices. Yeah, voices who are part of our community and at the moment we've already got sculpting, we've got moving image, um, we have painters, we have illustrators, so and we have a photographer already, so it's going to be a really vibrant and beautiful celebratory show. If you could photograph anyone in the world, who would you photograph? Who you haven't so far? Mary J. Blige. Oh yeah. Oh my <laughs> I just watched her documentary. I love her she's so incredible. much. She's incredible. I cried incredible. in her documentary. It I haven't so, seen it yet. She is so major. Yeah, I she's incredible. Her. I saw her perform live in Italy a couple of years ago oh, and wow. she did No More Drama and that was oh, the moment yeah, that yeah, got yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I often photograph my community or friends or family and the images of my mum are some of my favourite images I've ever taken. But I mean, if I have one chance to shoot anyone, Mary J. Well, you said it. It might happen. <laughs> it. Dreams happen. come true. Fingers Gu crossed. Gucci, Gucci can help you yeah. with that, I'm sure. I'm sure. Who's your photographic heroes? Um, Deanna Lawson. Yes. Deanna Lawson. Um, Carrie Mae Weems. Yes. Of course. Zanel Maholi. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a show at the Tate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently. I saw the show here in um, Shoreditch, actually, at Autograph. Autograph, a few years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, their work's incredible. That was an incredible show. Yeah, those are probably three that I 
continually, continually come back to. And we have their books actually at home. So we have art books, photo books at home. So if anyone doesn't know their works and wants to come by and get a little view, then we have the books there. Those are three. But one person that I'm continually inspired by is Kerry James Marshall. Yes. Not a not a photographer, but the way that he uses colour, the way that he's not afraid of using black and dark tones when he paints skin, yeah. um, I just keep coming back to. And they capture communities, don't they? Yeah. Like the whole spirit of that. Yeah, he's an amazing, amazing artist. It's interesting you said Mary J Blige because I know music is quite an important part of your life. Yeah. And here at the store upstairs they actually have like curated music. It's mm -hmm. a listening lounge. Listening, listening lounge. lounge. Yeah. I think it, it's also like a dressing room but it's a... <laughs> <laughs> Will you be able to bring music into your show Hopefully, here? yeah. Hopefully. I mean we'll definitely have music playing downstairs in the exhibition space. Wicked. Because that's probably something you noticed as well maybe when you came to home is mm. it's not this like silent space that yeah you just have to breathe all the life into it. Mm. Uh, so Joy and I when we had our exhibition we had a playlist that we created together for the exhibition and so we like to have a, a vibe going so there'll definitely be music downstairs and hopefully we can bring it up here too. I was really sad to miss Griff the other day. Oh uh, Griff did she a was incredible. Here. Yeah. And we're gonna get to see her later in the year somewhere. But She um, was amazing. Yeah. And I worked with her actually a few months ago. She did these billboards for Spotify that I photographed. Oh, wow. So it was really cool to be reunited here. I hadn't seen her since then. And oh, first thing said was like, oh, the pictures came out really well, didn't they? And I was like, yeah, I'm really glad you liked them. Love that. <laughs> What's the best thing about having Gucci support your projects? I think the best thing is really having the freedom, being given the trust and the freedom to just alleviate and continue what I'm already working on and would like to work towards. I've been working on home for almost a year and I've been doing photography and video and bits and bobs for the last seven or eight years and the collaboration with Gucci is really the first honest, I'm not even just saying this, but it's really the first honest time that I've been given to explore an idea and be supported in that idea and it's a real true support and it's not like a oh you can do this but you don't you don't need to do that or you have to do this you have to do that it's really free and I think that's really really powerful to be given that opportunity so I'm yeah. really actually really grateful yeah Great. we are too I mean to support yeah. new ideas and yeah. new thinking and not once has Gucci ever said like don't do this don't do that they're just yeah. like what, what, what do you want yeah. to achieve yeah. you know how can we make it happen I think it comes back to care really and it's genuinely really caring even um, so I started making clothes as you mentioned and Gucci was at the presentation and came to support that and that's not even something that's part of this partnership yeah. and so there really is just a genuine care of my practice as an artist and then what I want to do for others and what you guys are doing for others and and even to just be brought together now for this we met earlier for I talk know. art and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I guess there's that kind of circle which I don't want to say because it yeah. sounds cheesy like I'm yeah. trying to link it back to Chocolo but yeah. there's that sort of <laughs> there's that sort of circle it's of, a community within a community yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Um, of working with and developing a relationship yeah. and my first thing was Wata with Joy and I know we'll end up collaborating again and continue collaborating yeah. and probably continue collaborating with Gucci so and even Russell's really show lovely. that he curated Breakfast Under the Tree in Margate the theme of that was togetherness yeah. and community and it did bring the whole Kent community came, together yeah. in a way it's been an amazing powerful yeah. thing and you yeah. loved curating it. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ron. It's been amazing. Thank amazing you. talk to you. We've been supported today by Deaf Umbrella, which is an incredible organisation that does signing for interviews, and hopefully we'll see a lot more of that. Thank you very much, you guys. Yeah. And thank you, everyone, for coming here. It's been uh, really lovely. Let's say thank you to Ronan. Thank you for listening to this special episode recorded inside Gucci Circolo Shoreditch. To discover more about Gucci's new multi-dimensional space, please see the episode's notes.